All right, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon on this Monday. I apologize for not updating you guys more frequently with these podcasts, but I have been bombarded with work at school and also with documentaries, and I have a lot, a lot on my plate. So I'm excited for school to finally be over and our break to start in about a couple of weeks, and I'll have more time to do more of these podcasts. But today, what I wanted to update you on was the murder of the Idaho students, the four that were found, Ethan, Zahina, Zaina, Madison, and Kaylee. They were all murdered. If you were living in Iraq or if you have not heard of this story or if you've been following this story, all four were murdered um, last Sunday about seven days ago at their off-campus residence and somewhere between the time frame of three and five in the morning is what we're assuming they all came back at 145 at the house there's a total of one four roommates that live there all right so four came back one was a boyfriend of one of the uh, victims the other two girls lived there and then there was two other girls that actually came back around that same time what we know so far is they were killed with the knife. Some of them had defensive wounds, means that some of them were fighting the person or persons that were attacking them with the knife. We know that for sure because the autopsy revealed that they had defensive wounds in their hands, meaning they were trying to fight back. Also, the coroner or the person you know that does the autopsies the medical examiner stated that they were more likely asleep when the attack happened. But she did, or he or she did say that uh, not all of them were found in their bed is, is what they're saying. So I'm assuming one of them probably got up and was fighting back with them. We also know we had the Moscow Police Department chief had a press conference yesterday which was quite interesting if you have not seen it yet i would uh, urge you to go check it out on youtube it was on sunday around 6 p.m pacific time and it's amazing how many people they have working on this case they have four detectives 24 officers from the moscow police department and then they have 22 investigators from the moscow police department 40 FBI agents, 20 that are actually in Moscow, and then 20 that are working from another location nearby Moscow, two behavior analysts, 15 troopers, and 20 other assistants. I mean, they have over 60 people working around the clock to try to solve this murder. Folks, it's been seven days. We have not found out who killed these college students as of yet we also know what was revealed in the press conference yesterday that the killings happened on the second and third floor now a reporter asked them who was on the second floor who was on the third floor the police the moscow police chief or any of the people from the police department would not answer that question so we don't know who was on the second floor and who was on the third floor it could be a combination of any of those um, students that actually were on the second and third floor, but they would not be specific about it. And I'm pretty sure I know why, because only the killer would know where they were killed. 
So we don't know if they're on the second floor or third floor, but we do know for sure that the killings happened on the second and third floor. The surviving two roommates were on the first floor. Now we know that for sure as well. Now, the 911 call came in almost eight hours later at 11.58 a.m. That's when the first 911 call came in reporting of an unconscious person. When the police arrived, they opened the door to find this bloody scene. They said it was gruesome, blood all over the walls. There was a photo of blood leaking from outside of the home. They were stabbed multiple times, uh, chest above area with a blade knife, which means it's not one of those knives that you can flick open. It's a still long blade, the ones that the Marine Corps uses back in the 50s. It's a very popular knife. So they know that they were stabbed with them uh, with that knife. They also know that the killings didn't happen when the police are recently because they can test the blood and however they can tell they knew that this happened uh, you know at a certain time frame also they know that these students came in at 1:45 a.m. because two of them were dropped off by a personal driver now all of these people have been cleared the driver that dropped two of the girls have been cleared the boyfriend that one of the girls called Numerous times, over seven times, like TMZ has reported that, oh, this they, they called seven times in a row and he could be a suspect. No, he's not a suspect. The family is a thousand percent behind this ex-boyfriend and knows that he would not harm the girls or the four students. So the family is completely behind him. So they cleared him as well. They cleared the two roommates. They are not responsible. There is a video circulating of a guy wandering around um, behind, um, I believe, two of the girls, uh, Madison and Kaylee, while they were at the um, at the food place. You know, that video was all over the Internet. That boy has been cleared as well. So they do not have any suspects at this time. So in the beginning of this case, Moscow police came out and said it's a crime of passion. We don't have to worry. Students are safe. Four days later, they realized that they don't have a suspect. They came back out and said, well, maybe the community should be worried because we haven't found the person yet. So let's talk about this. The crime of passion. If it was a crime of passion, you would have evidence. You would have text messages. You would have phone calls. You would have something that connects somebody to these killings. You just can't hide from it. You know, if it's a crime of passion, you're going to end up calling this person or you're going to be talking to this person. You're going to have numerous text messages before the killings. You're going to have something of an evidence if it's a crime of passion. Nothing. Folks, we're talking about seven days later. You have 40 plus FBI agents. You have 24 officers, 22 investigators, and they haven't have they don't even have a suspect. Keep in mind that it's Thanksgiving weekend coming up. There's zero students at that school at this point. Everyone left. I would, as a parent, pull my kids out of that school immediately as well because they haven't found the killer. I'm not going to say what I think it is. Well, you know what? I will tell you what I think it is. I think I'm leaning towards a serial killer. I really am. And the reason why I say this is if it's a passionate killing, 
if it's somebody that's stalking them, if it's somebody that's an ex-boyfriend, if it's somebody that is in love with them or something, there's an evidence, there's a trail, there's a text message trail. There is a trail that you can follow because a crime of passion just doesn't happen all of a sudden. It's not just, okay, I love this girl, two hours later you kill him. No, it doesn't happen like that. It's a building up of events. It's a building up of anger. It's a building up of tension. Keep in mind, these girls were not raped. There was no sexual raping or encounters at the, um, at the scene. There was no money stolen. There was nothing taken from the house from what Moscow police and the chief have said. So you don't have rape. You don't have robbery. You have four students that are dead, knife wounds, and you have no suspect. It, it, to me, this, this rings of a, of a random serial killing. In my opinion, you don't have to take it. I mean, it, it's just what I'm thinking. It's pure speculation. The other thing is the door was open, meaning it was not locked. They have a keypad on there. So either the killer knew the number to the keypad, and if they did, they would have found who it was immediately. The other thing is they could have came through the back door. Now, let's talk about the two people that were on the first floor that didn't hear anything. And you're probably wondering, how the heck do you not know that four people are being killed well these two did not wake up until later that evening when they made that call and uh if you're a college student and if you've ever been drunk and you ever passed out the world can end and you would not even know because sometimes you drink so much and i can completely understand that that you're so drunk that you're completely drunk passed out sometimes you just no matter what happens, you will not hear what's going on. They were on the first floor. This person, whoever it was, went to the second and third floor, killed him, and left. The other thing is what was really, really surprising that the chief said yesterday at the Sunday press conference was that they asked him, well, who made the call? And they wouldn't say who made the call. And then they said, were there other people in the house when that call was made? And the chief said, yes, there were other students in that house when that call was made. So this is what baffles me. You got blood all over the walls. You have a bloody scene on the second and third floor. You have blood leaking from the house. You have other students in the house. And they're calling 911 and they say the person is unconscious. <laughs> what? I mean, you know the person is unconscious, right? You don't see all the blood all over the floor. And the coroner that came in said it was a bloody scene. It was ridiculously bloody scene is, is what the coroner said. So as a student, you go upstairs you don't see all that. You call nine one one. You say, oh, "I'm reporting an unconscious person." I mean, I'm, I don't know. I wasn't there, but once I hear the nine one one transcripts, or if I can hear the nine one one call, maybe we'll get a better understanding. But imagine you're walking into the bedroom, 
You're calling 911 for an unconscious person. Okay. And then the coroner comes in. He comes into the house or she comes to the house. And they're saying that it was it was bloody. As a student, you're calling 911 for an unconscious person. And you don't see all that. You're not freaking out. You're not saying, oh, there's two people stabbed. It, 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 some of this stuff is just unanswered. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And then their friends there. So obviously the, the two girls over there called their friends or they came over. It, none of this makes sense to me. And I, and I think they're not revealing all the information. So that's all we have so far. Seven days later, no killer. We have four people that are dead with knife wounds, multiple, multiple knife wounds. Some with defensive knife wounds because they realized they were getting stabbed and try to fight back. Most of it to the chest. Most of the people are cleared. It, it, this is crazy, crazy. It just it doesn't make sense to me. There's they, they don't even have anybody, and it's not a big town. The town of Moscow is is a very small town. I think this is the first incident they had in like 10, 15 years, and it's probably one of the only incidents they will ever have. Who did this? Is is what I'm asking. And if it's targeting one person, why kill the rest of the, the three people? I don't think this is a crime of passion. I really don't. I think if it was a crime of passion, we would have found out who it was quickly. We would have found out who it was two days ago because somebody would leave a text message trail, a phone trail, a Snapchat trail, Instagram trail, message trail, some kind of trail, right? Nah, nah. I think this is something more than what they're saying. And there's no way you would have 40 FBI agents working on this case. 40. And you still don't have a, a, a person of interest. You, you don't have a, a person who is a suspect. 40 FBI agents, 22 investigators, 24 officers, four detectives. They got close to an army, a small size army working on this case. Seven days later, no suspect. It's not a crime of passion. It's not a crime of passion. This, if it is, I will be shocked and I'll be surprised and I'll, I'll be the first one to come out here and say, okay, I was wrong, but I'm leaning towards a serial killer. I'm leaning towards somebody who just randomly kills four people and if it was a crime of passion, they would have just taken out one. And they would have had multiple stab wounds on this one person because of the anger or because of the hate. This, you have four people that are dead second and third floor still don't have a killer still don't have a suspect I don't know we will see what happens that's the update so far that's what we got from the press conference and it looks like the Moscow police are deciding to do a conference every other day because the reporters are hounding them about answers no one's got answers family doesn't have answers there is so much speculation that's going on the internet TMZ is reporting every other day things there's a lot of rumors it's just nobody has any answers nobody has any suspects no one knows who did this we will keep you updated all right peace out